ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. This is our special Saturday after the lights go out. We have a special opportunity today. We are so look, if you know me, you know it's it's all about the purple and black. I I look since 96. We got a gap in Baltimore sports. You know, you can talk about that. There's only one Colts and they are pre-83. Right. There's only one Ravens. Look, and, and look, I'm gonna ask you guys. Well, you haven't even understand. Like, I got chills knowing who my guests are. I got chills right now. We got a man that, when I was first watching him play, made me happy to be five foot eight. Was like watch another beast out there. I was look. I was in the Marine Corps. I was doing my thing. Five foot eight myself, and here was this man, just embarrassing. Six foot six, six foot five D backs. Making them eat their lunch, one of the greatest returns in I've ever seen in my life. Joining us still in still in Bmore, and he's got a look. That the hat is his gem, brother. The hat is gem oh, right thank now you, today. Thank you. Uh, I'm loving it. <laughs> Joining us, we have Mr. Jermaine Lewis. Thank you, thank you for the introduction. And look, there, there's been two Orlando's in Baltimore. Now, <laughs> there's been two, but only but one D back, right? And he's down in my my favorite. Look, I love Baltimore food. I'm gonna tell you all this right now. I love my Baltimore food. I'm a pit beef sandwich kind of guy. I love a crab cake, but give me a pit beef sandwich with some horseradish. But I will tell you, anyone who knows me, my favorite food city is or is Atlanta. There's nothing like the barbecue in Atlanta, and throw on top of that. You can all talk about Chick Chick Fil A all you want until you've been to a Chick Fil A Dwarf House. <laughs> Chick Fil A Dwarf House in Atlanta will change your life. I'll tell a story here in a minute, and y'all can hear me. But before we get too far into it, and we're talking about what happens with with professional athletes when their careers that in a sport that most have, have played since they were seven, eight, nine years old, and they move into that transition transition into their new lives. What is that transition like? And what advice can they give to anyone who's transitioning from one stage in their life to another? But let's get some house cleaning done. As always, over my right shoulder, we got the big board for stickering a cause. You got something you're supporting. You got something you believe in, something that's happening in your life. And you've got a sticker to support it. Reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, any one of those locations. I'll tell you where to send it to. We read about you on, on air, free for everybody. So remember, folks, that's sticker and a cause. Now, you know, Jermaine, I'm looking at them windows. See, Orlando ain't got no windows. He he driving around somewhere. But I'm seeing them windows right now. You need, some new, you, you, need, you need some new blinds, brother. And then you can reach out to budget I'm blinds. I'm in the sunroom. Oh, even back, so, I see. So you like, you can't have blinds in the sunroom. <laughs> we no, get you some solar. See. We could get you solar rollers. We could get you solar rollers. Ah, I got to see. I got to see the deer. I, I built a little wall out there, man. I got to see all that. got to see them all well. Budget Blinds of East Greenbush and Budget Blinds of Hudson, Hudson and Cooksaki, New York, are our sponsors. And getting ready uh, here in the next couple of days, it'll be October. And for the month of October, anybody who refers somebody to us that makes a makes a purchase for Budget Blinds of East Greenbush or Budget Blinds of Hudson and Cooksaki, New York, they're going to make an additional donation to the Women's Veterans Alliance. Right now, we've already set our, our, our starting line is $500 to that organization and everything we can donate on top of that. We're going to try to do it. This organization helps out women veterans when they're transitioning from the service, whether they have medical needs, whatever they've got going on, the Women's Veterans Alliance. All right, gents, we're set. We're done. You already got questions popping up. Do you want to go to questions or, or we want to talk about where everybody's at right now? Go to questions, man. It's, all, it's about the people, right? <laughs> it's all about the peoples. So already, uh, whoever wants to answer this first, what do you do to take care of your body for life after football? That's a great – you know, I was thinking about this before. So so what are you each doing? 
Go ahead, Strong. Man, current, currently, I'm, I'm trying to get back. You know, I, I see people and they like, oh, you look like you can still play a few downs. So, but it took a few years to get back into that into that rhythm, into that mode of lifting weights and just working out and just trying to be healthy because you have to do it for so long. You know what I mean? When you have to do it, when you don't have to do it, it's easy to stop doing it, but still look like you can go out and play a few snaps. You know what I'm saying? Then five, six years roll around and you're like, oh man, I, you know what I'm saying? You start to get a belly and you run up a flight of steps and you can't, you know what I'm saying? So right now, man, it's just trying to get back into some sort of workout regimen. You know what I'm saying? Trying to I try to lift like four days a week, nothing heavy. You know what I'm saying? I do still, I, I, Jay Lou, I still got a workout from Deeds that I do. A work, <laughs> no doubt. I, still nah, I ain't nowhere near that. <laughs> I ain't nowhere near that. Yeah, so, what, so what are you doing? What are you doing there, Jay Lou? Well, man, well, you know, well, in my sunroom, well, right here, I got a treadmill. And then I got like a little yoga ball that I like stretch on that, stretch my back out. Then I got some little dumbbells that I use, but a lot I'm active too, so I do a lot of football camps. You do a lot of camps, yeah, yeah. So when you like me, I don't do a lot of camps. You know what I'm saying? Most activity I get is outside playing with my son or maybe getting in the pool. So I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I gotta lift weights because if I yeah. don't, like, yeah. Well, you know what? You both bring up a great point. Before that activity was tied to your paycheck. So it, when it's tied to your paycheck, it's a different animal. Right. I, that was me in the Marine Corps. It was tied to my paycheck. So when when it first so let me ask this question first. So so J Lou, how many years did you play football? I'm talking like from a kid on oh, up. Well, I started at like six and then I played from six years old till I was like 30 something. So I played okay. a long time, man. That's a so lot of football. Yeah, That's but you know the funny thing, you got strolls on here, right? So I was at Maryland. I didn't like lifting weights. I hated weights. Oh my god, I this guy throw, was the worst. I used to throw water. <laughs> hey, look, we got you. I throw water on my shirt like I was sweating and stuff. We had to, <laughs> look, this is how uh, Kevin Blake got Under Armour. We was sweating so much in the break. Right. But oh. I throw all this water on my shirt, man. Look like I was doing something on my forehead. Oh, oh my god. god. And the strength coach, Deej, wouldn't say nothing. Now, let me or somebody else try that. Deej calling you like, no, you ain't working. I've been like, Jay Luca coming in and just throw water on his face. Do Maybe do two sets or something. He out of there in like 15 minutes. No. I'm like, man, what happened when you were a five-star recruit? Nah, I'm not no oh. five-star recruit. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So I you... have some five-star speed, though. That's it. That's all you have. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, let's put it out right now because we're going to talk about University of Maryland for half a heartbeat. Who, who was, who's better, you, you or Diggs? Come on, J. Lou. You say you what? Oh, receiver? Oh, nah, man, he got me now. Nah, come on. No. Nah, I get Jay, it. I'm going to go Jay. I'm going to go Jay. Come on. Because, I mean, I'm a baller, because... though. Don't get it wrong. It's like a we're in different categories. Like, you hear a good receiver. I'll give him his props, man. But I can ball. Just give me that ball. I mean, he can but see, the difference is the reason I can say you, Jay, because I saw you grow into what you became. You know what I'm saying? Like, Diggs came into Maryland. He was, you, you was fast when you came to Maryland. Right. But if we've been honest, you and I both know, like, you couldn't catch a cold butt back in Alaska when you came to Maryland. You could <laughs> oh, run. Man, I was playing running back. I, but I was you, you was playing running back, right? You played I running played back. Running back yeah, you oh. played running back, so you ain't have to catch the ball. But I seen you grow into that dude oh. that had now, you know what I'm saying, to have the hands, you know what I'm saying? You grew into the one of the greatest receivers that I've ever seen play live. You know what I'm saying? But when I look yeah. at Diggs, it's like, all right, Diggs, when, when I saw Diggs play, I said, okay, I know this, this kid can play. You know what I'm saying? He was a little small for me when he first started in Maryland, but I was like, this kid can play. You know what I'm saying? It's obvious that he can play receiver. Oh, that's great. So but now, for that reason, I go Jay Luke. Now, now Strohs, who all did you all did you play for, Strohs? At which teams? Okay, thank you. I just I, I never I didn't I didn't go professional, right? So I just after college okay. that was it. I worked out with everybody, bumped around a little bit, had an agent that was trying to get me up in Canada, but at, at some point it was for me, it was like, you know what? If it's not the NFL, I don't want you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I'm saying. like, I've been playing football since I was five years old. And then, you know what I'm saying, for it to end anywhere except the NFL. 
wasn't acceptable for me. You know what I mean? Looking back on it now, I have, you know what I'm saying, other teammates that went to Canada, left Canada, came to the NFL, or stayed in Canada and made a career out of it. And you know what I'm saying? Looking back on it, I'm like, man, it would have been an opportunity for me to continue playing ball. But at the time, I wasn't that mature. You know what I'm saying? So after but, college... You know the 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 Canadian thing. Here's my whole thing with that. I always go back to the Rocket, Ishmael. Right, right, yeah. I always yep. think about his deal. Hey, I'm not going to go to the NFL. He could have signed a crazy deal. That was back when there was no caps for for rookies. Right, he just signed a crazy deal, and he went to Canada. He finally made that transition, and and his brother. Made his a better career out of it. Missile, yeah. What was it? What they call him? The missile. missile. The missile. Yeah, the missile. Yeah. yeah. But one of Baltimore's finest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, he made that transition. I couldn't tell you where the rocket is today. I have no idea. I haven't heard from him in years. You know what I mean? Like nobody knows where that cat is. You know, it's but but I think that that CFL piece, I think it's a black hole. It it, to me it's it's a it's a black hole. I don't know too many players that that other than what's his name, uh that was in uh, with the Rams for all those years when they had their run. He played CFL. Or no, he played yeah. arena. Played arena. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, look, okay, think about a yeah. cat like G-Roy Simon, right? G-Roy went to the CFL. G-Roy played 20, 25 years in the CFL. Had opportunities to go to the NFL but stayed in the CFL. And now the three biggest names in Canada right now is Justin Trudeau, Drake, and then G-Roy Simon. Drake will always be the Drake will always be the kid. Will always be the kid in a wheelchair. <laughs> he needs to stop trying to be hard, harder than woodpecker lips. You are, you are, the, you are the kid in the wheelchair in Degrassi High. Stop. In Degrassi. <laughs> you, are, you are the kid in the wheelchair in Degrassi High. Stop. <laughs> trying to out here singing, singing all them crazy ass songs that you know you ain't never done. Right. You know, he right. got goals, writer, so it's it's all good, man. Look, but you know I what I mean? That's why I look right. at that CFL. But, so you made a career out of it. So let me ask this that and and Strozen will stay with you for, for a second here. So you knew you're trying uh, to get into the NFL. When was the day for you that right. that you knew you were like, okay, this is done? I, I think I went down to I had so when I looked at it. When I look at it now, as opposed to looking at it, then I had my agents were, you know what I'm saying? I decided to go with some new agents. They were brand new in the business. And I did that based on, you know what, like they're new, so they're not going to have a big client list. So they're going to be able to focus their time on me, right? But I remember going to, they sent me to Florida one time, right? So I'm seeing, I'm seeing cats like, you know, coming out, there's got agents, there's agents are sending them to, you know, Cali to work out, to Arizona to work out. And you know what I'm saying? My agent sent me to Florida for like two days. It wasn't on no plane. <laughs> it, it you got a bus ticket? It, it, you get a, it wasn't a bus on ticket? no bus. It was on my own dime. And like, yo, we'll pay you back. And I'm like, I got, oh, I got you on God. the backside, dog. Don't worry about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this, this might not, this. Okay, this might not be in my cards because I shouldn't be getting treated like this. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm J. Lou, I'm kicking it with AJ. He riding around in, in the Lexus LX four and a half. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, I can't even get these cats to pay for me to go to Florida for a couple of days to work out with the Bucks. Right. So that whole process is hard. Yeah, no, nah, that pro- it's, it's the process, man. And then you know what I'm saying? Now looking back at, it, I realized. And I, I could tell people this today now, but I didn't realize it then. Like, I didn't have – I played from five years old to 20-something off of straight talent, right? I, like like J. Lou said, he didn't really want to be in the weight room. So I didn't want to be in the film room. I didn't want to be – I didn't want to uh, do nothing but play football, right? And all my life I had got by just doing that. But then when I realized when Chad Scott came in, and I used to see Chad in the film room every day, AJ and film, you know what I'm saying? These cats watching film, I'm like, why? Like, I know this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But right. that makes a difference when when, when, when NFL teams come in and they, they go, ask your coach about you, right? What's his work habit? Like, your study habit like? And if your coach can't say, well, yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? He's been looking at film. He do it. They couldn't say that about me. They could say, we got tape on him, but tape wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? So at that moment, I realized, like, all right, this 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 going to be harder than I thought for me. <laughs> 
Jen, somebody wanted to pop in and say hello. He can't he can't hear you. I have my earbuds in, but this is this is our youngest Lucas. He likes to pop one. Say say hi to Mr. Jermaine and Mr. Orlando. Go ahead, say hi. What's up, buddy? Hello. Hello, up, how man? you doing? All right, you good? All right, good night. I love you. All right, something will go away. Bedtime for the kiddo. Huh? Oh yeah. Well, he's one of eight. He's he's the youngest of eight. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah, oh, I got. I have problems getting out. I have, <laughs> I have oh, problems going no. out of the driveway. So I mean, okay. But uh, so so Jermaine, now I want to kind of transition over to your story though, because you you had the full NFL career. You got, I mean, you got the ring. You know, twenty three right. tu- twenty three touchdowns. Uh, you know, I, I got to ask you what when, when when Jamal broke the twenty three on you. The twenty-three <laughs> touchdown record. Uh, were, were you like, did you did you talk shit to him? I need to know that just real. Nah, quick. nah, that's that, I don't really pay. I only pay attention to certain records. That ain't uh, one of them. That ain't one of mine. Nah, I mean, because he had. No, he I mean, you guys were Lewis, Lewis, and Lewis. It was like a law firm at that point. Yeah, right. Oh, and the coach, and the coach, Marvin. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Marvin. Oh, Marvin also. was there. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, because that was the running joke for a minute there. It was almost like the Ripkins over on the O's. You know, you had Ripkin, Ripkin, and Ripkin. Right. You know, we're, we're running all the Lewises. But for you, not so much just your emotions of, of, of making that, knowing that, hey, today's the last day. What was it like or what was the buildup for you like to come home and tell Amira, like, we're done with the NFL? Um, man, by that time, I was like banged up. So at the end of my career, I was just getting shots. I had re- I had return coaches when I went to Houston and I went to Jacksonville. So that's what things got real. They, you know, I kept they kept calling middle returns, you know, because as a as a startup franchise, everybody's new. So I'm at Houston. So when you do a kick return, they try to manipulate the numbers, right? So I'm going to get deep. So if you run straight ahead, you're going to get most of the yards because you're going to average like, you know, they want to average being on like the 28-yard line, 27-yard line. The quickest right. way to get there is just running straight. I'm not built for straight. You know, that's no. not my deal. And then every, that whole year I was getting rocked, man. It just <laughs> – it was, and then I, uh, I had pulled my hamstring. I had a whole bunch going on and he's and then it, and then it, or I'm coming from a Super Bowl organization to a startup franchise, the biggest change. So it's like you we fighting for our life. I'm used to fighting, playing. I got used to playing for winning. Right. Something game. You playing the Super Bowl, all other games kind of like, eh, let's get to the playoffs. <laughs> you know, I'm still gonna play hard, but then you go play in Texas. Man, I'm, I'm out there, I wasn't playing for nothing. I'm a I got, I'm an emotional dude. I got to play football type of sport. You know, I want to go have fun. I want to perform. I want to beat them dudes. But, you know, I just playing down there, it just wasn't good. So, anyway, I'm running straight down there in Houston. Go to Jacksonville, running straight. You know, I felt like it, it was time for me to just retire. I could, I was it, going crazy. Yeah, so you at that were point, you putting yourself in the gauntlet, huh? Yeah, it was like, so I'm, I'm like, I'm getting, these is car collisions every week. <laughs> And then look, I'm all in. So I'm on the ground, knocked out. I got see I'm with my with the Ravens. I could be knocked out, just throw my hand up in the air. Somebody ain't gonna pick me up. I have right, my right. man. I'm walking by in Houston. I'm like, you can see it on film. I got my hand up. People walking by me, missing they block. <laughs> just let, just let me go. Worried about what the coach gonna say. No, they ain't even coming out to me. Say you know, and helping me up. That's wow. what I love about the Ravens. I had it. You know, like Russ Burnett, he'd be like, what you want, Jay Lou? Especially in the fourth quarter. Let me run to the right. You know, the right, right. Because I can set it up. You know, I'll set the return up. Most of my good ones on the right. I'll just right. run, pick and roll. You know, act like I'm running left. Then, pow, bust to the right. right. So now, you got to cut it up, though. <laughs> I, I want to bring it back to but What was it like, though, coming home and, and letting the family know, like, hey, we're done. We're packing up. Time to go back to Baltimore. We're done. Man. It wasn't hard. I was done mentally. I, I was just out. I had blew my ACL. My I tore That's my ACL I'm still and my MCL. I just couldn't do it no more, man. It was it, it, it was taking too much toll. But when I was playing before, when I was at the Ravens, I was like, hey, I'm gonna play about twelve years. This is easy. 
a different it was a different animal then, huh? Right. Yeah, I mean, just you know, it was just a change of atmosphere, really. Uh, so, so, did so you have, Amara wasn't like trying to get two more years out of his joint, so you could yeah, go back she was trying to get me go to the Jets or something, man. I was like, ah, <laughs> I had my life. I had my man Sam Gash up there, real good friend. He's a really good dude, man. So know the name. he was like, you know, I talked to him. I had a lot of times, you know, uh, just, you know, I would go to him for advice and stuff like that. Right, right. Hey, so, look, Strohs, I always say, too, man, you doing, when I look back at it, I'm like 25. You asking a veteran, he only like 29 for right. like life advice. <laughs> <laughs> life advice, he only 29 years old. Right. That's, That's like the crazy. blind leading the blind, man. Yeah, no doubt. So, did, what was your initial thoughts then when you when you were either one of you when you know when Stroh's when you retired, J. Lou when you when you were done, and you realized what was your initial plans like? Like we all have plans. Like, all right, so I'm done with this. You know, I'm gonna be an underwater basket weaver, ninja, whatever it was. <laughs> like, what did you have in mind? Like, all right, I'm done with this. My phone's gonna ring any minute because they're gonna want me on ESPN. They need to hear this. Like, what did you think? Uh, I take this for sure. I'm like, yeah. uh, well, at first I thought I was gonna coach, but then I got like, you know, football. Well, I'm right because my head. I was just like, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I want to do this because I couldn't even really sit in the room no more. Like the meeting rooms, I was getting claustrophobic. Oh, All right. type of little things was going down. So that's when I was like, well, I don't know about this football stuff, coaching, because you got to be fully in- engaged as a coach. Right. Especially at that time, they spending hours up in there, like, you know, till 9 o'clock at night. Right. So, you know, you got to really like what you got, what you want to do. But then other than that, I was like, well, I'll just try on some business. But my plan wasn't a perfect one. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of business were you trying to get into? Oh man, I I done tried so much. I tried everything. I had an apartment. I had like a thirty-six unit apartment building. Nice. We got we did houses. I had some house. I still got a house in Pittsburgh, but it ain't worth that. But it's in Pittsburgh. We tried a lot of little. I had trucking business. Trucking business. Just trying stuff, man. You still got that trucking business? Nah, I got one truck, but you know it was like around the, uh, the Corona time. So that okay, that ain't really okay. work out that well. Then my sons let me down. Yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> oh, were the, were the boys supposed to be driving for you? Yeah, man. Yeah, they just you know they they weren't focused enough yet. I was trying to create an avenue for them to you know so they don't got to do the nine to five type of situation. You know, right away, fall into right. till they figure out what they want to do. Right, but right. yeah, I was gonna coach, right. but that just didn't work out. But I coached at St. Francis though, and then. We end up getting like number one in the country. <laughs> so just for like one week, we reached number one. But other than that, we we stayed around like number three or four in the country. Still, I mean, right. still, I mean, you 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 say that as nonchalant as like, yeah, you know, when I was with the Ravens, things were much better than when I was over here. You say right. that so nonchalant. Do you understand? Like to my right, I have your AFC Championship banner sitting to my right. Right. Like, like. Like Jack, you were the you were the fucking man back then. <laughs> like, stop stop fucking with me right now. Okay? Nah, man, this like, like, nah, like, no, like you were the most nonchalant. Like, like yeah, I played with a couple Hall of Famers, hung out yeah. for a little bit. You now, return to return to touchdown during a Super Bowl. Deal. Yeah, I mean, it is you, like know, that. You, you know what though? I think a lot, a lot of cats oh. in that position do that, right? Because, like you said, it's a job, right? And they just look at it as because I've talked, I mean, you know, I had this conversation with a lot of cats that played in Super Bowls. Not a lot of them that's won Super Bowls, but that's played in Super Bowls, and you know what I'm saying? Went right, right. Biggest stage, and did, but they just see it as like a, you know, what I'm saying I was good at my job. That was my job. I was good at my job. Good you at your job. Okay. Not really understanding that. Percentage-wise, the percentage of, of, of athletes, of football players that get to play on that stage in that arena, it's a very small percentage. You know what I'm saying? But right. when you look at it as it was it was my job, you don't even – you know what I'm saying? You hear about these percentages coming up through the ranks, through high school, through college. You know what I'm saying? College, they say only 1% of college players make it to go professional in whatever sport they're playing. You know what I'm saying? Like you hear about these – but when you make it 
just talking to guys that actually made it. Once they make it, they're like, all right, this this is my job. So that you know what I'm saying? Like they'll downplay it a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like I think like with J. Louis downplaying it, but it's just because they like it was just my that's a job. great point like, though. You know? and it, that's a great point. And what I like about that, you know, and I gotta say, here I am. I'm on the backside of it, and I I hear I hear it, and I'm like, man, but this was this thing. We all wait to see it every year. This thing, but I right. respect that so much that it's like, yeah, but you know what? You it, you know, you I've probably done some stuff that if I explained it to you guys during it, you'd be like, hmm, right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I did 20 years in the Marine Corps. I went through oh, boot camp wow. and, and and all that. So you know, I hear that. So I get it. So yeah, but you know, and, and I want to kind of get into this next piece though. We all have. You know, during that transition, and 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 J. Lou, your your stuff was pretty public uh, with drinking and all that. Where was it that, you know, for you that you were like, you know what, I'd rather do this. And, and Stros, you you stay with me, brother, because I love your input. Did you right. have a moment like that where you were like, hey, you know, these things are better for me than dealing with not having this anymore. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like you was talking earlier when you asked J. Lou, like, you know what I'm saying? What is it that because I was kinda like J. Lou, when I stopped playing, you know what I'm saying? The first thing I said, I think the first thing most cats that played the game for as long as we did, first thing you think is, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and coach this game. You know what I'm saying? So that was the one thing at first I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and coach this game. Then I was kinda like J. Lou, like, nah, I, I'm I'm too emotional with this game to, to coach it right now. You know what I'm saying? At that point in my career, like I was just getting done with football. I'm like, I'm too emotionally charged to be out here in charge of kids live. Oh, did we lose so it? So then I, I flip over to the theater side, right? Jay Lee, you know, I was a theater major. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go do this acting. I'm just waiting on Hollywood to call, you know what I'm saying? Right. So then I look and I go full circle, like, you know what? The Hollywood thing, you know what I'm saying? Moving to New York, moving to LA, doing all these things and not being focused. That's what made me say, you know what? Like, I, I'd rather have a life than to have this life that I'm trying to chase. Just let life find me, right? Now, are you are you doing some Hollywood? I mean, because I, I, I looked your stats up. Yeah. I mean, you, you, they bounced you a lot around oh, at man. Maryland. They too, didn't, didn't know what they, they wanted. Hey, look, you were I a wide not, receiver. You were a quarterback. You were a D back. Right. You know, I played end guard tackle. I sat at the end of the bench, guarded the water, and tackled <laughs> anyone that came near it. Right. right. Like, like that was me, but, uh, end guard tackle. You know, I just took care of all of it. And just so I you know, J. Lou, Nate is Nate's showing you some love. You know, Nate. Uh, yeah, yeah, awesome. I see it. He, oh, he's, yeah. He's showing that Thank love. You. Thank you, Nate. Yeah, man. I, I was a hybrid player that. before hybrid players were hybrid players, right? They didn't know what they wanted to do. And that's that's one that's how I ended up at Maryland, honestly, because I think they when they recruited me, like they were better liars than other teams. Everybody <laughs> lies, but I think Maryland <laughs> lies the best, right? Because I was a hybrid player, and so everybody was recruiting me as an athlete, and I wanted to play quarterback in Maryland. Sat in my living room with me and my mom and said, we're absolutely going to let you play quarterback. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm at Maryland. First week I get there, well, we need you at DB before. All right, come on, man. So Now, now you bring up a, a good point. I wanted to hear hear both of you guys' thoughts on this. For folks, for like somebody out there who's got a kid who's looking at college sports. Um, I have a cousin that played in the NFL, and he, I heard him talk about Getting rooted for, recruited for college was like that movie. Uh, what was it, Do Johnny? Uh, Johnny something where like all the schools are whining and dining, and they're like, you know, it's lights, it's everything else. You, you know, it's very glitz and glamour when they're recruiting you for college. Yeah. The college workout rooms are very big. But he said that when you go for the NFL, it's a job interview. <laughs> it's I've very. Much like a job. Was that your your experiences when you were trying out for team shows, or or you, J. Lou, when when you were when you were getting recruited both sides? Well, I mean, I remember a funny story. I mean, it ain't funny, but like John Gruden. <laughs> so I was at the combine. It's, so if it's it was, involving John Gruden, I already know it's about to be something crazy. What did he yeah, say? Right. 
So he, he we we got to do we got to do all these. So they put you through like it's like a a three day kind of mental and physical boot camp. So they work you out like you run your forty at like six in the morning. Back then, that's when I was just some stupid stuff. They had you doing that little machine. I can't remember that. The all oh, the sidebacks machine get oh, your man. legs tired. But anyway, with John Gruden, so he's like this when he was with Philly. So he could hear in there sitting with the lights off. You know, we're looking like a little lamp. Like, this is like. <laughs> he looking like I'm looking right now. Yeah, right. right, right. Like, you, stole, you, you drank the beer at lap 30 or whatever. Something like that. We're in the room. <laughs> we're in the room lights on. He's like, I'm looking for somebody that can beat Deion Sanders. I need that type of speed. You know, and I'm just thinking like, man, why is he sitting here in the dark? But <laughs> you got speed. So I'm like, he know what he talk about. You know what I'm saying? That is <laughs> funny. But I'm just like. It was definitely an interview, you know. They want to see, they want to see kind of reactions. Now, now that I'm older, I can understand like the questions, you know, better. Just, you know, like like show said, are you watching film? Are you doing extra? Because now I learn like you're not just working out. When you go work out, you're not working out just against your teammates or your defensive oh, no. back. You work against that guy in Mississippi, that dude right. in Arkansas, them Cali kids, both Sam right. in Texas. You know, and that's just for the top ten spot. You you know, right. <laughs> right. you, know I mean? you competing with everybody, so they want to hear your answers. Like, are you willing? You know, they yeah. want to know. Are you? Do you have that? And money? it's even more. It's like you can see it even more today, J. Lou. Than you know, what I'm saying that when 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 you came when you went into the league, like the I think the the mental side of it has gotten more intense today. You know, what I'm saying just because of some of the things that have happened. With a lot of these cats getting league, they get money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And do stupid. I mean, it's stuff, technology right? too. The technology. Yeah, you know, it's technology. You can see uh, stuff like back in the day. You, you, you could just hear. Like I heard Chris Carter did 45 minutes of cardio on the stairmaster after practice every day. So that was like a rumor. So it was like, hold on, should I be doing that? Because you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, Dang. that was that's how you found out about. You know what's going on now people posting on youtube yeah you know, it's uh, right away people going yeah. live on social media live on their workout showing you know i used to be like no you know don't show them what's under the hood i used to always say that you don't let nobody know that you you do how much you worked out because you kind of want to just surprise people you want to sneak up on them yeah and if you know it, everything's a competition so like even in your way in your wide receiver room you can't tell them, yeah, I catch 600 balls out of practice on my right. own at my house. Then right. yeah, we try to get a job. To, you know, I'm trying to beat you out, really. So, <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. And look, real quick, I don't even know how that NIL works, Strolls, in the wide receiver room. So say say like me and G-Roy. If G-Roy right. catching all the passes, I ain't going to get no money. You know, how y'all going to share the rock? You, you should right, right, right. That's the NIL in that meeting room got to be something serious. Yeah, man. like, hold up, man. You getting this amount, and uh, I'm getting this. You know, I don't know. They so young. They, it, it's hard for them to process. Now, what's, NI, what's NIL? The, uh, the, name, the college image money likeness. that they're giving out. The, oh, name name image likeness. Likeness. the NIL deals in Maryland, or me at any college, just to say oh, – the- I got you. I got so you. So one receiver is going to be getting most of the balls. He's going to get all the money, basically. Right. And it's and in college, that's like unheard of now. I mean, it's new to the game. Right. That y'all got to learn to share this money. You know, say one guy, y'all, say you working out with four guys and one dude got a million dollars, the rest of y'all got zero. Right. Now, why I'm working as hard as, you know what I'm saying? Why right. am I working Somebody getting clipped. As as Somebody got to get clipped. Right. Yeah. So That's not the subject. Man. NIL has changed. NIL and the transfer portal has changed college football, bro. Changed. I think the portal, the portal to me, needs to go away. I'm sorry. I'm, it needs to go away because it, I understand that these guys that aren't getting play time can go to a new school, and then now you know the name and everything. But uh, I look at enough NFL guys from your from your time and before that came out of nowhere schools. Right, Jerry Rice came from nowhere. Right, right, Jerry Rice, Brett. Favre. I mean, these cats came from smaller schools, so it's not always about being at the big school, being on ABC, NBC, CBS, ESPN every Saturday. It's not, you know, what I'm saying. I was always, they always told me, look, if you're good, they're gonna find you. I don't care where you are. Right, somebody will talk about it. It's today's NFL where you know, what I'm saying when they start announcing these starting lineups at on Monday Night Football, 
and be like, you went to what school? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, T Sizzle always did the money night the best, though. Come on, right? School of <laughs> yeah. Hard Knocks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he he always had the best the best for those. So, but now you know, so you're you're on the backside of your NFL careers. What kind of things are are we doing today? You know, because Jay Jay Lou, I know you're back to coaching. You you want to talk about who you're coaching right now? For the Ravens, what you mean? Aren't aren't you aren't you coaching a uh, a rookie uh, return man? Oh yeah, but can we talk about that? I I mean, I'll put I'm gonna just say I, it that I, way. I, uh, I was trying to help out. You know, his name Jordan Swan. Yeah, Swan. He played with me, and also Anthony Mitchell's son. I That's- I just yeah, I just talked with him. We can I couldn't get him out on the field. He was I was like, look, can you meet me Saturday? He was like, oh, I'm helping this girl move, right? I was like, all right. Never mind. I saw, I just started explaining to her. I said, well, I can try to get cerebral with you and just explain a couple little tips that he could use, you know, right away, you know, to help with the running and stuff. Like, because his father wanted me to stay on him. But he, you know, I, I'm like, you learn the hard way, man. That's how yeah. it works. Yeah, you can't want it more for somebody than they want it for themselves. Yeah, exactly. And he don't, he don't understand. Like I said, like you know, you gotta. These guys been in the NFL for like years. They know all the little tricks of the trade, the little secrets. And, you know, like right. you said, it, like the Marines or whatever. You know how I load a handgun backwards with your eyes closed, take it apart. They've been doing that for ten years. You see what I mean? That's the part mm-hmm. you got. They've watched so much football. It's 20 right. weeks. It's 20 games. You've actually studied for each team 20 times per season. In college, mm-hmm. you play like 10 games. The preparation right. is harder. And then over time, you know, they like encyclopedias. They done seen it all. So the more right. I used to say, the more you can study, the easier it's going to get. Well, the that's, that's the, game, the game field, the, the game, the game film piece. You know, when you guys were bringing that up, I, all I thought about was the first two players that, I ever heard really them talk about game film outside of a, a quarterback to me and and please correct me were were you know the other leg one of the other legs of the of the Lewis, Lewis right. squared you know Ray right everybody right. talked about game film guy game film guy and then Ed Reed game film guy game film guy right. was it's, that it's, it's 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 all about that really cuz you know Ray, people say Ray fast. Nah, Ray know the play going right. You know what I mean? I mean, no, he is fast. No, I'm not saying that. But he also knows. See, on top of being fast, okay, he know he's going to the right. He may have picked up like the left guard may have his hand on his thigh where he's going to pull to the other way. Right. He He knows tendencies. As soon as he see anything go to the right, he's going to shoot it because he already studied it. And his brain already seen it on tape. It's going to be like you know, 98% chance that it's going to happen. So you, you already ab- above it. And that's, that's it. When you studied it like that, you ain't got to second guess it, right? Yeah. Because you'll see a lot of cats that'll be like, oh, I, you know what I'm saying? If I ain't studying that much, like, all right, I, I, I feel like about 50% of the time when the left guard <laughs> hand hit his right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I studied right there. it, bro, I can, ju- I can shoot gaps up. If I'm a corner, I can jump routes because right. jump routes. 98% of the time, it's going, that's where it's going. Receiver got his right foot up, left foot up. Right. Stupid, you know. That, so that I'm going to ask this question because you just brought this up and it just came to mind to me. Either one of you. Was there ever somebody that you played? And we're gonna make this a two a twofold question. Um, was there ever anybody that you played with that everybody was like, "Oh, this cat right here, you know, he gonna be somebody," and you left him on his own private island, or on the other <laughs> end of it for you, Stros? Everybody was like, "Ah, this guy's got got that that speed," and you just ate his lunch, and then you saw him later after your careers and you guys talked about that thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. For me, it was that Tamaric Vanover, you know what I'm saying? Like I, Oh, we're losing him. And and they Orlando, we're losing you, brother. Uh, hold on one second. You, I'm gonna uh, anybody in your while he's doing that, anybody come to mind to you, Jermaine? 
I like the whole, I like the state of New York. Put it like that. All of New York is so, for real, so even when, like I had that Jets game, when I scored two touchdowns, right, that was like right after the Geronimo situation. I came in and scored two times against the Jets. And then against the Super Bowl, I scored against the Giants. So all New York, all the time, they recognized me for that. Like, so me and Imar, one time, we got stuck in this snowstorm in Atlantic City. Nobody could leave the hotel. <laughs> so, so we were stuck in there. And it was like a mob dude. We was, he was like, oh, you Jermaine Lewis, blah, blah, blah. You tore up my Jets and my Giants type stuff. <laughs> he was like, man, since we stuck in here, y'all, we had just, we had our son. You at, parking? He was like, you could use our babysitter. You can oh, do wow. all this and all that, man. So it's a big deal just because of that. That one year, that one run, I knocked out like two of the New York teams. So it's good talking stuff. People, it, people always remember the run. It's like that's like the only play I ever had in my life. Really, like nothing else ever existed. Just that <laughs> one play. Like, <laughs> like nothing else ever happened. Like, no. yeah, I, I ain't did nothing. But you know, I appreciate that opportunity because. The simple fact I was ready when the moment came, blah blah. I was ready for answer the bell. So that's what the part I do like. About. Look, you guys were still look. One of the greatest runs I ever saw. What was it? Four straight games or five straight games without a touchdown and still won. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's just right. field goal. I mean, I know everybody gives all all the love right now, uh, but Matt Stover was still to me like that dude. If he don't, if they don't put a ring on him and put him in the Hall of Fame, yeah, I mean he was consistent. I mean he showed the way. He kind of paved the way for Tucker as far as yeah. being a kicker, having that longevity, and the kicking game being such an important part of uh, winning. How many? How many kickers in the hall right now? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. God, Nate, if you're out there, Google that for me and send it to yeah, me. Yeah, that's what, that's know, how many kickers. Are. And I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but. Because he obviously he should, you know what I mean. I think there's a few kickers. Well, he was your he was your uh, players association president for one for a yeah. bit too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. I mean, I mean, come on, and the guy w was automatic for so long. Yeah, I mean, you can talk about Gramatica, but he was just as automatic a, a, as they come. But so, I you guys have no idea. This is just the greatest. But Shroz, you got your who was your guy? Who was your guy? So in college, I love playing against Florida State guys, right? Because in college, that, that was they they were the team to beat. They had the best athletes that I that I would come up against. So they had a receiving core one year: Tamaric Vanover, Kez McCorvey, Chuck Knox. These guys, you know what I'm saying? Like legends of our of our day coming to college. And I remember, like, okay, I'm watching film. That was one week I did watch film, right? Like, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I'm gonna watch a little film on these guys because I just wanted Tamaric, right? You know what I'm saying? I want Tamaric's number. Like, I'm like I. I want to check Tamaric Van over. You know what I'm saying? I want to, as much as I can, shut him down. I'm not saying he's not going to catch a ball, but I don't want him to catch deep ball. You know what I'm saying? I remember coming across the middle one time, and I called him, Jay. I dumped him. Boom. Dumped him on his side. Before he got up, I took his little his little towel on the side. I took his little <laughs> towel and threw it in the air. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm looking back at it on ESPN like, oh, yeah, I got him. You know what I'm saying? And he, I think he caught two or three balls that game. Probably for like 40, 50 yards. He still he still got his catches, but nothing too exciting, right? Then turn 15, 20 years later, I'm at a club in Atlanta. I see T Van over and uh and Warwick Dunn. You know what I'm saying? We started talking about old days. I'm like, oh snap, you know what I'm saying? We started talking about it. like, yeah, I mean, because they played us in Maryland that year, and Charlie Ward didn't play um back up. What's his boy name? Chris Winky or somebody. Yeah, I think it was Chris Winky. Chris Winky played because they they had Notre Dame the following week. They didn't want to get Charlie hurt. So he was like, yeah, yeah, remember that game? Man, it was cold. Because for them, coming from Florida, it was cold. You know what I'm saying? It might have been 65 degrees, but for them, it, that was freezing. <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? And just to come full circle years later to see him and talk about that, he remember that. I'm like, all right. And then, you know, see him going to have, you know, he had a decent return. He had a decent return career in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? He was a nice yeah, return yeah. for years with KC. So we're we're getting ready to close the bar here soon, gents. So that's cool. So we're you've had some some interesting things building up to your career. You know, Jay Lou, you said it already. You were ready for it to be done. The body was hurting. You went through through your pieces. 
now that you're on the backside of that portion of it, you know, the career has been done for a minute in the NFL. You started a new career, new life. What are some of the things that for you in that transition that you took with you that good, good, bad or indifferent that like you still can that you hold on to and you're like, hey, I got this. I, I, I remember this every day. Uh, you mean about the league or remember just, just that transition, you know, you, you, you know, we had Amara on, on the first episode and she talked about it from a wife's standpoint, you know, when, when that career ended and the things that you guys went through to get on the other side to your life that you have today, what were some of the things though, that you took with you during that time, good, bad, or indifferent that help you move through your day every day today? Uh, I I don't know. You know, one thing I learned, I, I learned recently, like last year. So I was doing these, like Orlando, though, Atlanta, I, I was doing these camps. Right. For Under Armour. I still do them. So I've been doing like six or seven years. So he asked me to go to Hawaii, right? Right. So it was like, we got a camp. We got a camp in Hawaii. First time we're going to try it. It's already, you know, they got all you know, everything set up. But I was like, why are you picking me on this one? It was like, man, because you're working hard and, you know, you could deal with big groups. And then, you know, he took him all, paid for everything. Uh, they paid for all that. But anyway, the point of the story was, you know, when I was, when my first year at the Ravens, I had to work real hard that, that offseason to be able to start making plays, some real plays. I had to study harder. I had to work right. out more. So it's like the more I learned, the more you put into something, the better the result at the end. Right. So, so like, it took a lot. People, they don't understand. Like, I, I used to stay up all night and study tape. I would stay up and write on my wrist what I learned at night, go out at practice, and as individuals, I would go over what I learned. And the fact that I was learning so much, I kind of liked it. When it was new stuff, I'm learning new because I studied Eric Metcalf. And he would he would run with his knees all high. Right. I was like, oh, I, I want to do that. And then I learned, <laughs> you know, just how to break down. And I would study Jerry Rice. I would study Keenan McCardell, Jimmy Smith. I was studying everybody, man. Chris Carter. I was studying Mel Gray. I studied. I you know guys that were similar to me. After you know, if it, I felt like. If I could put part of their game, now they call it a bag, your little tool bag. I used to be stealing stuff all the time, man, because I was studying. <laughs> right. See, I'm like, you put it on tape, I can steal it. You know what I'm saying? Right, you put right. it on tape, it's mine. It's mine. Yeah, you put it out there, now you get to see it. Like, oh, okay. I might got to slow up, run around that corner a little bit. I'll be able to crease that hole better. So I, I'm starting to learn. You put The more you put into it, the more you get out. And I also tell the kids at the camp, some of the coaches look at me crabby, like, look, you can't stand on the football. You can stand on the book. I say, what happened if you stand on the football? They'd be like, oh, you're going to fall. I'm like, y'all got it. Say, so remember right. that for the rest of your life. Right. Amen. Absolutely. One of the things, one of the things I think you could take from what Jay Lewis said and just simply, really simplify it is playing sports all your life. One thing that I can take with that into any arena of my life today, and I'm sure J. Lou can attest to it, bro, you're not going to outwork me in anything. You know what I'm saying? You might be better than me. You might be this. You might, but you will not. You 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 will not. You know what I'm saying? Like sports taught me a work ethic. Like you will not outwork me if I want it. Right. If you want it. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I want it, you will right. not outwork me in this. I'm sorry. You may be better than me, but I, I'm gonna find a way and get it done because you, you, you just I'm not gonna let you outwork me. So now now I gotta ask then Stros. I mean you talked about you know you you were gonna be you know you were trying to get into Hollywood you were doing yeah. all those elements so so where have you where are you currently landed at? I'm in Atlanta man so you know Atlanta's the new Hollywood um so you know I, I'm still I'm still doing my acting thing uh hopefully the writer's strike was just over, so the, right. the, the actor's strike is... I mean, you, you got know, kind of a like, Luke Cage kind of look. I mean, you got a little... little <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, had, he had put online he was in a prison suit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, that was a that was an episode. That was a TV show that I shot that. So yeah, I'm still plugging away at it, man. So hopefully, yeah, you know what I'm saying, I'll have something that I can speak on in the near future that, you know what I mean, I can share with everybody. But right now everything is just kind of coasting along. But yeah, I'm, I'm still doing that, man. And I'm coaching football at the very lowest of, I got a six-year-old son, right? This is his first year playing football. And That's so the best like, level. Yeah, I was like, if he's going to play football, I'm coaching. He's like hurting cats. Yes, because I'm going to teach him fundamentals of football at six. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing that. Oh, that's that's, that's a lot of fun, man. So, oh, I so remember those days. My, my one son is 27. I can remember when he started at nine years old in uh, Richlands, North Carolina. Yeah, and I can't remember who it was that year, but there was somebody out of that was originally from Richlands that made rookie of the year for running back. That was from that town. I don't even remember who it was. Okay, but, uh, he started playing, and we did the. Uh, he had his pads. Shit was looked like way bigger than he was, and he's running around. And I did the typical dad thing. I was like, "Oh man, so how you doing with that?" He's like, "It's good." I was like, "Well, why don't you run at me with the football? See how it feels to run with a football with pads on." He got within arm's reach and I throw him on the ground and uh, his eyes were about this big around like big saucers. And he goes, he's looking at me. I'm like, are you alive? Right. No. <laughs> are, you, are you hurting? No. <laughs> Can you still move? Yeah. Yep. I said, dad's a lot bigger than, than the kids you're going to play against. Aren't I? Yeah. I said, so you can survive in pads. Can't you? I can. <laughs> and I'll tell you my son, God's honest truth. And I, I look, I love watching y'all play. I'm absolutely a fan. But to this day, my son is still the greatest football player I've ever watched. Brains wise. Problem was he's five foot three, five foot four, 155 yeah. pounds. And being a when student he of the game helps, man. When you well, know he knew, the game. He knew the game. Yeah. But you'll appreciate this. I taught him how to run like Jamal. Oh wow! Never okay. stop. Never stop your legs. Keep your yeah, legs man. pumping the entire time. He had a, but he was in eleventh grade and he took his fifth concussion. And I was like, "You're done." Yeah, you're done. <laughs> hey, real quick with Jamal, I used to be like, they used to say, "Stop pattering your feet." You, they used to tell him stop that little pattern. I was like, well, "Man, he knows something." You know Leave that I mean? dude alone. <laughs> Leave that dude alone. Right. He, yeah, he, he know that, what he's that, doing. That natural instincts just go because that he did that little pity pat. That kind of like freeze them linebackers. You know how Le'Veon Bell used to do that little freeze move? I yep. think that little pity pat. Le'Veon had that little freeze step. Uh, oh, yeah. Man, I was like, leave alone. But, but yeah, yeah look, what is it? Is he still the second highest uh, rushing yards in a single season? Bell? He definitely, he was up there too. Well, he almost, he or, almost. Or uh, yeah, I think they said, yeah, somebody keeps saying like, man, he was supposed to break the record name. It was uh, Dickerson's record. He, yeah, he was as he was on his way to beat Dickerson's record, and that last game he missed it by like thirty yards or something silly like yeah. that. It was something small. Look, gents, I I can't thank either one of you enough for hanging out with us tonight, giving everybody kind of an insight that when this ends, there's another career, there's another step, there's another process. Right, right. And if you if you you know what I'm taking from this, and you tell me. I want your opinions on this. What I'm taking from both of what you're saying is, is if you've learned these skills of dealing with adversity, dealing with challenges, the biggest thing, Jermaine, that I love that you said was you learned how to learn and you and you took that learning skill to the next level for yourself. And it sounds like Stroh, you did the same thing. Yeah. With, it with definitely acting. translates. Yeah. Like that sounds to me like when you're transitioning, that that is the the skill that that helped push you through to survive. Am, am I hearing it right? Did I miss it? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, but, nah. you know, whatever. Just don't stop. It ain't like we did sports so long. Sometimes you ain't gonna find what you like right away. Like, oh, you gotta right. be lucky to say, oh, this is my next career or whatever. You gotta try certain things. So right. Try and figure out what you like, what you like to go do, or. You know, like we like football. It ain't that hard to go work out if you like football or go stand on the field for two and a half hours if you right. like. It. So a job gotta be similar or, or things in life you gotta kind of like it. Me, you know, like Stroh said, he could he gonna outwork you if he want to do it, if he want it at that 
If I want it, you can. You will not outwork me. That's, yeah. that's an amazing. I love not that attitude. Outwork me. Not at this point in my life. Nah, man. I've I've been there before and let that happen where I got outwork. And I'm like, you know what? If I learned anything from that, you will not outwork me ever. Anybody ever again. Scrubs, I mean this with all the love in my heart. Don't step in my lane, dog. Don't step there in my is, lane. Man. We, we yeah, both gonna have heart attacks, bro. We both gonna be mad phone, as shit. If my phone dies, I got my. my it just flashed up. I got like two percent battery. So if okay. my phone dies, real I quick, hang up. But Nate, we, I, I may lose y'all. J. Lou knows Nate. We all love Nate. Nate's got an important question he asks of all of our guests. Yes. I'll get you to answer first, Stros. What is your favorite go-to meal? Favorite go-to meal nowadays and for the past 20-something years is anything with tofu in it. I'm vegetarian, so okay. fried tofu, I can, I can, I, I'll, I'll kill it. As a matter of fact, that's why I'm, I'm meeting my wife and couple friends out right now we're going to this restaurant in atlanta and i'm going to hit me some nice fried tofu <laughs> i got i got something for you then real quick stros since yeah. you are in atlanta go to the dwarf house you know the dwarf house right <laughs> but Look, you know man. what you got to get but listen to me yeah ask for the sweet potato souffle with a scoop of vanilla ice cream bro we we we, we live i'm gonna say real quick before i get i'm, I'm about two miles from a dwarf house uh, and me and my wife probably go there for breakfast two or three times a week. We drop the kid off, kid goes to school, like right around the corner from there. Drop the kid off, and we have a breakfast date. Bro, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that. Look, bro, I had, hey, and oh, I don't even absolutely. eat chicken. I don't even Listen eat chicken, but yeah. I had a, I was there for, I was working for CSX for a minute. Okay, yeah, the railroad. We had a, I had a waitress. She was healthy, if you know what I mean. She was healthy. <laughs> they all are down she knew, here, bro. She, she knew how to find a meal. And uh, I I was like, my best friend and my uh, Terrell, we were there and we're like, hey, we're looking for a meal. And she goes, uh, she said, y'all know what you need? I said, nope, tell me what I need. She goes, you need the sweet potato, potato souffle with a, scoop of, <laughs> with a scoop of ice cream. I went, big girl, I am eating that. If you were telling me to eat it, I'm eating that. Bro, it was you look a like life. you know how to eat, so I got to try it, look, right? Look, she ain't never turned down nothing but her collar. Right. I'm telling you right now. It was a life changing. So when you go to the next one, please make sure that you you do that. Now I know you got to get ready, go in and have a meal with your wife. No we'll do this with all of our guests and everything. Jay, you got about two minutes with me. You can hang. What is your final word there, uh, Stros? My final word, man. Look, like I said, playing sports all my life, man. It, it, it's been fun. Met a lot of great people. You know what I'm saying? I met Jermaine, still one of my really good friends to this day. Met. A lot of most of my friends that I'm still friends with today came from playing sports, not cats that I grew up with and played in the sandbox with, but that I that I put some effort into doing something that we both love together. Right. And like I said, that taught me perseverance, that taught me how to get along with others, that taught me diversity, that taught me how to work with as a team. You know, what I mean? it taught me a lot that I take into my everyday life today. Right. So if I could tell anybody, anything, whatever you're doing, do it with all your heart. And understand that down the road, it can help you in other areas of your life. You know what I'm saying? But sports, I definitely, I, I tell every parent that I ever meet, get your kid involved in sports. I don't care if it's baseball, football, basketball, track, whatever the sport is. It teaches discipline. And it teaches you how, you know what I mean, how to work as a team or if, you, if it's an individual. It just teaches you some things about life that you can't learn just from being a kid, in my opinion. that's I'm, I'm a little biased on that. I, I agree with you. Sports sports has done a lot. I don't, I don't know too many cats that uh, can't say they learned something from, from oh, the yeah. sports they played. Absolutely. Brother, I appreciate you. Tell your wife we said thank you for allowing this time. Absolutely, we appreciate man. that. It's Go get your, your fried tofu. <laughs> yes, you see, we're on a 5 and 0 too. <laughs> Bro. Hey, Zay, I'm, I might come up for homecoming. If not for homecoming, I'll definitely be at the bowl game. Yeah, I'm probably so going to come up for the home. I'm going to come out for the homecoming. <laughs> okay. I, you know what, Jermaine, we could talk all about them Terps because I was so mad when they left the ACC. I was I felt it was bullshit, and I thought it was because I'm a basketball yeah, guy. And I'm I was up. like, this is bullshit. But the I'm fact that they did it go too. Football. We can say this for another show because – Yeah, yeah, this is definitely another show. We give you a whole right hour now. on the Terps. But so look, folks, if you're finding Jermaine or Stroh's through me or me through them, please take a moment. Give a like, give a follow, give a share. 
That's how these messages get out. That's how other people get to hear what their struggles were, what they went through, and how they came out on the other side positive. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, all those different locations. Do that for us. Make that happen. Gents, don't log off on me uh, after this. Give me two minutes, if, and I'd really appreciate you. Jermaine, just like I did for Stroh's, he gave it, He set it up for you. You know what the question is going to be. What is your final word? Uh, my final word is one thing I learned, all storms in. So if you even going into the storm, you either in the storm, or you coming out of the storm. But at the end of the day, all storms in, man. So you can get yes. through whatever times. It's just as just life, man. Life got a way of balancing itself out. So just keep pushing forward. Already, folks. Good stuff. Be that's sure good to stuff, Jay. Already, folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been a second front podcast presentation found on Apple, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. 